and welcome back for another Collective Constellation. My name is Kelly Rowland, and today I have a super special guest who is a dear sister of mine, and her name is Kat with Wild Goddess Tribe. Hello, Kat. Mm -hmm. Hi, Kelly. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited to be journeying into this constellation with you today. Um, I think that there's a lot of juice we're going to be able to crack into and explore and as you put it on your Instagram story, proper magic. <laughs> proper magic happening. <laughs> yes. I'd love to open the space and ask you a question. What would you say is turning you on most in life right now? Mm. It's just coming up instantly. Uh, it's being of service to the feminine. That's really my greatest turn on right now, my work, what I get to share with the world, the magic I get, get to create with women and for women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been really enjoying seeing you share and the woman you're working with share about the embodiment journeys you've been leading. Do you want to tell mm. us a little bit about that? Like, what does your style of work and offering look like right now? Mm. Yeah, I think I would call my myself, my work is, is feminine embodiment. It's really coming into the body, using this vessel that we are giving to express ourselves and coming back to our essence, our feminine essence, and all that comes with it. Um, in the first place, it's working with the body, embodying emotions. Um, yeah. For me personally with embodiment, that's what really spurred me into the journey is I had so, I didn't even know it when I was younger and I was unconsciously seeking it out. I had such an intense inner mm. emotional capacity and language and it's like I couldn't find a way to express it and I got to do that when I was dancing. And as I got older, I was aware of more of the psychological benefits. Um, what's your relationship been like with your emotions and dance? Um, I'm curious how that flows for you in your life. Has it always mm -hmm. been there? or? Mm -hmm. It definitely hasn't always been that way. <laughs> it's been a long journey, lots of learning. Um, dance has always been a big part of my life. I've um, been dancing ballet for a long time and all kinds of dances, but um, really embodying emotions and working with the emotions and which can be dense, um, but that is, is, it feels like a deeper layer that I've accessed and uh, finding ways to express emotions through the body, which often looks like dance, but often doesn't look like dance at all. <laughs> it's just like a messy something. And, and that's really about it um, to, for it to not look a certain way. And it should be messy. Mm -hmm. I guess that's <laughs> messy. And I think, I think of messy and I actually think of the feminine because messy has somewhat of like a derogatory understanding collectively. It's like all mess, dirty, unkept, but it's also wild. It's free. It's untamed. And mm. um, the power of that. And I feel like there's so much richness available through untaming right now in the collective femme, especially around like our body images and body hair and sexuality. I feel like there's this massive untaming happening and it's um oh much rewilding. Yeah, and wild goddess tribe. So wait, I would actually love to hear is this like because there is this wild thing in you and I feel it you you guys have to watch some of cats dancing on her Instagram. I just love to witness you and your movement and your embodiment. But there is this wild like tribal nature. So how did you come to Wild Goddess Tribe? I think if you look at my content, 
it's not wild wild as in crazy messy um it's my own wild which to me is very wild because the way I used to be was uh very different and and, and feminine in in a very societal way if that makes sense um always making sure to look pretty and exercise to have a good body and all these things but now to me embracing that wildness is is moving because my body wants to move moving because it feels good in the first place and intuitively moving what my body is craving for and <clears throat> really embracing um wildness as part of the feminine messiness as part of the feminine and moving away from from the judgment the, neg- the negativity that comes from um giving the feminine that that um messy uh, texture if that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah totally I hear that um, mm-hmm. and I can imagine maybe for some viewers listening or um I haven't chosen we haven't chosen the title yet for this but maybe you're drawn to the title I think that's a space that a lot of women and men too but the feminine energy and men and women can find themselves subjected to is is a need to present something really picture perfect to the world and even if they are maybe into the the realm of spirituality and personal development there can it's like a block right because it's ancestral it's collective we've seen it in our parents and our grandparents this like stay within the lines look good and a big one of this is in like relationships like the pretty girl gets the guy or the nice girl gets the guy and perhaps for some viewers listening and I still find myself in these like tamed boxes at times too um what would you say like I'm curious how could women start to let themselves come out of that box? Like, and maybe from your own personal journey or what you work with, like, have you found that there are some, like, beginner steps to start being more comfortable to embrace the mess, embrace the um, the feminine in her unruliness? Yes. A more practical thing to just jump into would be dance just move just put on a song and move as if nobody's watching um and that it just it sounds so simple but that can be so challenging because when I often guide these embodied movement sessions I know that the mind is coming in Mm. as soon as the body starts doing its thing it's like oh wow that feels uncomfortable I haven't moved like that before okay back to my practice way of moving and practicing that practicing dropping out of the mind and back into the heart and into the body that will be a practical way of starting that and and developing a movement practice which I think is essential for for everyone really um to express to the body and a more another way of um connecting with self and with what wants to emerge naturally would be cultivating a deeper sense with intuition with these bodily impulses that uh, our bodies like communicating to us moment to moment 24 7 and feeling into resistance feeling into excitement feeling into what is actually happening in my body and following that that voice of excitement, a very close friend of mine once called it uh, following the bird song. Mm. So that really, that sweetness, that mm, that delicious feeling when you think of something, when you do something and, and doing exactly that because this is what our souls are, are calling for and what our souls want to to express. And yeah, yeah. Mm. I love that. And it is simple, you're right. It can be so simple because the body takes over. And 
there will and I think that music has been like for me personally a huge gateway into that as well and astrology um because there can be so many textures to our emotions and there can be sometimes like the the grappling of something that's maybe more related to relationships but then something that's related to childhood but then something that's related to body image and of course they all come home to some root source at the end of it all they're all interconnected but astrology has been a huge tool for me to be able to pinpoint like oh my venus okay i've that i've got that kind of circuitry going on there it's calling me in that direction and oh my um the the sign that i have that overrules my um connection to like my mother Ooh, well that's bringing me a whole different emotion um has astrology been a part of your journey or is it something that you are like what's your relationship with it yeah definitely yes it has been part of my journey big part of my journey actually but I also feel I want to learn more and understand more because every time I have a reading or I, I read up something about my astrology I'm getting more and more curious and things make more sense and understanding my chart understanding um, astrology and, and the way it works has really helped me understand my patterns and what I feel naturally drawn to um, what excites me and what I'm struggling with because um, I, I find myself putting myself into a box like things have to be a certain way mm. and realizing wow this is not my path because 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 of my astrology it's it's just not meant to be that way and for me things have to work a different way and then it feels like flow and like lightness and mm. then it excites me so yes definitely yeah it can be like a bit of a shortcut and a map to um it doesn't tell you exactly where to go because that's the intuition, right? That's that deep heart yeah. psyche connection. But it can give pointers of like, mm, direct your energy in this in this way. Yeah, and I think still gotta work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's actually how we first connected, Kat. I had posted a video about yeah. embodying Capricorn, and you said, "Wow, I have like everything in Capricorn." So I know. <laughs> so Kat is like a Capricorn, a uh, big hitter. Yeah, yeah a lot. Truly, it's quite a lot, and. I really love exploring the blend of astrology and embodiment because like, I guess I would love to explore a little bit into your experience um, with having such a powerful Capricorn spread in your chart, which is a deeply feminine energy, but it's about like structure and the bones and articulation. And um, how do you feel that come through in your sensual expression? And I feel like this is like a huge field that we're exploring collectively as well as this merging mm -hmm. of our feminine and masculine within us. Do you find that, like, what's your connection to your, your masculine in regards to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as you were expressing, Capricorn is such an earthy sign. Uh, structure, order, which has served me in my in my life before the IG, before my embodiment work, because uh, I was working in law, Whoa. very masculine space to be in. Yeah. Um, and I found it very, very difficult to be in my feminine. It's been a lot of work to move away from structure and rigidity and it's still it still is part of me and that's that's where astrology comes in um to, to embodiment knowing that certain things are just the way they are like i love structure i love clarity i love uh grounding i need grounding but how can i provide that and how can i work with it and still be in my feminine and not allow um too much of that masculine rigidity to be in the way so it's it's really just been a, a daily practice and 
my feminine expression uh, might look very or is looking very different to someone with, with more air in their chart, for example, which is, um, uh, yeah, for me, it's that earthiness really somehow expresses in, in, in my sensuality as in my movements are controlled and are very, mm-hmm. if you look at my Instagram, it's, it's, it's graceful, it's feminine, but it's not messy feminine because that just doesn't feel natural to me. And I used to actually judge that part where it's like, it looks too perfect. Like people won't believe that this is actually me. It looks like I, I practiced it. Um, and I actually didn't. It's it's my way of expressing that. And I think that's when the structure and the form and shape comes in. Mm. That this feels natural to me. This feels exciting to me. And working with that rather than judging myself for that. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like such an initiation in and of itself. Yeah. To have it be expressing in its physical form. And then to meet the part of you, right? To meet these parts of us that judge that and say oh well Mm -hmm. can I really be that and what are other people going to think right and I think that it's so beautiful because it just goes to show for all of us doing this kind of work and and leading spaces of embodiment and you know we're coming up against it every single day ourselves right (laughs) I know I'm coming up against it sometimes if I'm dancing and there's this like um like I have a lot of Scorpio and it's it's quite like an intense sexual Mm -hmm. energy and I'm like, whoa, I'm just being me. And, like, I'm very self-contained. But I'm like, is this going to come across, like, slutty? <laughs> like, yeah. no, this oh, is God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Talk a bit about that. Like, what is this? Like, how to navigate, right, this. All right, Kat, you have to tell us the one exact answer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No pressure. No <laughs> But, like, how do we... How can we start bridging more acceptability around the freedom of our expression? I think collect- the humanity collective is doing quite well accepting and embracing this current of like feminine empowerment coming through and sensuality and embodiment. But I don't know about you, I can still feel it very strong in the periphery of like this wave of like, and I know it's my own, so I'm not going to not take responsibility for it, but this wave of like, like the objectivity of it, like... Um, oh, like, that's sexy, or that's that. And I know for myself, that's something I'm continually checking myself. I'm curious if you grapple with mm-hmm. that, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's owning all these parts, like, listening to all these parts, and being like, yeah, all of them are there. And maybe there's a little narcissistic part that just wants to show off because I feel sexy today. And why is that not okay to show, you know? Mm-hmm. Because by doing that, we give others permission to do the same. And... I believe people feel our energies and they feel that it's coming from a pure place. And even just sharing a video where I just feel good carries a message in itself, even if it doesn't contain like a a, a quote or or something something deep. Um, Just your energy, the transmission of you in itself is, is potent and... I, that's what I try to work with because I also feel like it's continuous work um, just because I do that embodiment work doesn't mean I'm I've, I've figured it out it's every single day I'm, I'm being surprised by my body by what I'm actually holding how much there is and how much more actually wants to be expressed and if I look at my Instagram I'm like oh, that's not even me like every day I'm changing I'm shifting that's the nature of the feminine and I get frustrated and then I'm like oh I, I want to be more real and what is even me and there's just so much going on and and giving giving space to that all and 
Mm. I, I love your approach to just be, don't question. And I, I like to, as I start my day, to, to ask spirit, to ask the universe, uh, whatever resonates, God, what wants to move through me today? And trusting that initial impulse. If I feel super sexy and I just want to record that and post that, I try to do that without second-guessing, without questioning. Yeah, and I, what I hear in your sharing is it's like being a permission slip. I love using this expression. Be a walking permission slip. And some people will love it. Some people won't. But it doesn't matter. It's just you're there for those who wish to take it and embrace it. And that is, yeah. right, like being in service to the divine feminines. How do you, how do you want to use me? And I'm here for it. And I can enjoy it too. Um, I'd love to ask you a question around or explore something together around processing the heavier emotions because Mm -hmm. I know for myself I'm sure you know many listeners probably hearing this too it feels good to be embodied when you're feeling good right (laughs) if you're feeling sexy and like twerking or if you're feeling super happy and you're jumping and dancing it's like it's so good and and fulfilling and easeful and magnetic to be in that space now I've been getting so much richness especially over the past few months just processing a lot around my heart and relationships and life transitions around finding the pleasure in embodying the heavier emotions um so I'd love to hear like what your experience is like with this or do you get pleasure from the heavier emotions um Yes. My journey on Instagram started really with processing my breakup. Mm. And that's what I got so much resonance from. Women just being like, wow, this is so raw. And that was really the time where I learned to sit with with the heaviness and realize, wow, this is the nature of emotions. They want to move through us. And if we don't hold on to the beautiful, pleasurable, positive emotions and allow them to move through us. That That's the same with the heavy emotions. If we don't try to push them away but allow them to move through, it can actually become pleasurable and actually become ecstatic. And I know this might sound completely just <laughs> weird for most, um, but I, I do enjoy sitting in in the heavier emotions and processing them and moving them and I love a good cry <laughs> and, and being in it and feeling and and that would that's what really fuels the feminine is to feel to feel it all and not just the positive emotions and if we allow and even labeling them as I do right now as positive is is already uh mm. shouldn't be that way right it's it's maybe an unpleasant emotion um but giving space to it all has been the biggest part of my awakening and blossoming um because now there's no fear if i feel contraction if i feel pain um yeah i go in I, I'm feeling emotional like I can feel tears welling up behind my eyes hearing you express because that is the work right like there can be it's it's this um the fear and the love and the places we have most fear around being seen which is the heavier emotions those are the places in us that want to be so deeply loved not fixed not changed not 
you know, cross-analyzed and taken on a personal development journey, but just felt. Yeah. And I love that you shared that, that your your impulse to step into service and share of yourself started with the breakup because you can't get more real than that, right? It's like, this is life yeah. and this hurts and I'm going to show up through this. And then that op- opened a doorway. And I think of the correlation between how we treat our bodies as a direct reflection to and our emotions, the kind of partnerships and friendships we have, because I think those places where we fear to be seen by another are the places where we just really want to be seen. And then, like you said, we do that with ourselves. You know, sharing about that that desire to be seen, really. And if we tune in, that's really our deepest yearning, to be fully seen and witnessed Mm. in our vulnerability. And to meet another in that place. And the feminine, she, she yearns for that depth, that soul, soul, soul depth. But in order for, for that to, to, to be w- with someone else, we have to meet ourselves in these depths and we have to meet ourselves in vulnerability and look at ourselves, look in the mirror and really dance with ourselves and love ourselves up and, and cry and look at ourselves. Like all that, which we wish to experience with another, are we actually ready and willing to give that ourselves and and meet ourselves there? And then that's freedom. That's freedom, right? (laughs) Because you can be in friendship, you can be in partnership, you can be in a work connection or a way of being, and it's like, and even if this changed, I'd be okay. And even if that changed, I'd be okay. Maybe there'd be hurt, sadness, or even if this part of me came out, it's okay for that to be seen because I've seen that part of me. <laughs> and I can hold myself through anything and I'm, I'm not exploring uh, a relationship where I feel I want depth. I want that bone-crushing depth that is deep as it can be. But that also means the deeper I love, the deeper the pain. And the there's so much fear at the same time, but I know I've been there. I know I can hold myself through it, and I know I I want to go in or, or not at all. And that also means the pain is going to be, yeah, <laughs> pain, but that's it, it will just move, move yeah. through. And I hear you entirely with that, like all or nothing, deep or nothing, and it is because it's when you can value the the power of, soulful pain and stretching it's almost like stretching it's not even like it's pain it's like can I feel this much (laughs) yeah and that's what like cracks the seed casing open for the for the sprout to come right and we're going through the I think we're here to grow I think we're here to experience and a valid part of experience is being broken open it's just how we respond to that and I don't know what it's like where you grew up but I know that for me growing up in America like death and the whole concept of being broken open or it was like to be feared it was like oh no oh they broke up that's so sad oh that thing happened to you that's so sad it's like well is it or is it an experience of breaking open and growing mm-hmm. yeah and, and that there's that conditioned fear of not being safe enough or or creating safety um by protecting ourselves, by protecting our hearts. and But that also means we will never get to these depths. We will never love fully with all our hearts. And that's that's the work to how deeply can I love? 
how much can I open? And can I stand in the fire of absolute vulnerability and rawness? And can I allow myself to to go there? And it, it's baby steps, but having that as as the anchor, I find is such it's it's such so powerful to have that as as the guiding force. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I love you, cat. Yeah, but it's so um so rich. Um, yeah, it's got this cadence as well. It's it feels like a wave and. Um, it's my Capricorn nature. It's like deep. <laughs> my Scorpio. It's like I'll go, baby. Let's go deeper. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not all ready for it. I'm glad to accept that. <laughs> I'd love to. Um, before we kind of close the constellation, I'd love to ask you, um, what has your journey been like with your sensuality, and when did you start really tapping into? your sensual feminine expression when in your life did that initiate mm-hmm. wow mm. it's been a journey uh and it's it's really started embodying my sensuality with coming into my body i struggled with body image for a very long time uh, since i was 16 or so um and learning to accept my body, coming into my body, and fully embracing and loving the parts that I used to not like and reject has been, that's what, what has really brought me into my sensuality. Mm. To, to love myself up, to love these parts that in the past I couldn't love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It seems like it's, and again, it's not even like it's pain, but it seems to be that these like ways of coming into deeper contact with our soul and our expression often stem from mm-hmm. a wound. They stem from yes. some wound, and I think that just shows the beauty of it. Like wounds can be, you know, the soil for gardens to grow. Oh, so much, so much, and also self forgiveness. I think acknowledging that yes there was there was a very long time where I didn't love myself where I didn't even know what sensuality meant or in a very distorted way very unhealthy way of sensuality I would have always been a sensual being but in a my, my sensuality expressed in in a very unhealthy way of um it didn't come from from an aligned place mm-hmm. So, looking at these parts and, and, and wounding and, and how can I hold these parts now tenderly and love them up and, yeah. Mm. Mm, hold them tenderly and love them up. I love that. Mm. <laughs> I think we could all use a little bit of that in these times with whatever is on our hearts and souls. Um, Kat, it has been so beautiful to journey with you in this way. And I I know that we've got more proper magic to come. Kat and I have been connecting over the idea of doing a live embodiment to drop in sometime in the near future. So 
definitely stay tuned um to close the space and I mean I could chat with you for hours but I want to keep it juicy and allow Shakti (laughs) to keep the mystery thriving what is a dream of yours right now are there any dreams in your heart right now that you want to share with us Mm -hmm. it's continuing and deepening my work with women for women right now my clear mission is to bring that which I have learned and cultivated to as many women as possible. Mm. I wish for every single woman in this world to feel so good and grounded in their bodies to be in their full sensual expression and love it and love their bodies and <laughs> uh, live a purposeful life. And, and all that comes with being in our bodies and listening to these impulses that our bodies are sending us. And that's really, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, my greatest turn on. And, and at the same time, I dream to expand that work. So Kat, where can people find you? What's your Instagram? Um, do you currently have any offerings or anything you'd like to share with us? Anything that's new up in the air? Let us know where we can find you. Mm, thanks. Yes, I'm on on the IG <laughs> primarily um, under Wild Goddess Tribe, and I've been working one on one with women as a mentor. Currently, pausing to really pour all my attention and energy and focus and love and devotion, as you're saying, into a group coaching program that I'm creating right now. Oh, and it's called Goddess Codes. We'll be dropping in a few weeks and. That's really a way to to bringing the magic to more women to expand from one on one work and, and and dive deep with with a bigger container that I'm now ready to hold and oh, can't wait to hold. <laughs> I can feel that like I can't stop smiling listening to you talk. It just like, <laughs> I love the name as well, Goddess Code. Do you know that song by Lizzie, Lizzie something? <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you all go find the song Goddess Code by Lizzie something and play it and dance and watch Kat's Instagram. Mm, I have a little jam for right now after this recording. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Thank you so much for coming and sharing mm. your light and your devotion and your story and your heart with us. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly, for having me. Thank you all for listening and being here. Beautiful. All right, family, I will catch you on the next consolation. Bye.